Good morning out there. This is Jane Cormier, your host for Artful Living. We thank you for joining us today here on WKXL, NewHampshireTalkRadio.com. That's WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. For those of you that haven't been able to join Artful Living before, uh, we're a wonderful little program that tries to bring something very special and graceful and and nice uh, to our listeners who join us. And uh, today, uh, we're going to have a very nice program. I was lucky enough to go to uh, Concord Market Days, which I'm sure many people did. Um, It was a really, at least the day that I went, I spent a good, uh, I'd say, at least a half of the the time down there and talking to vendors and and people. And um, Really, it was quite a showing. I thought market days went off great this this uh, season, this year, right? And uh, I was really um, tempted to uh, partake in an awful lot of what I saw down there, whether it was art, whether it was food. I mean, you name it. They had so much going on down there. So I decided that I would give my cards to some folks that sort of um, really interested me and bring them on the show. And so probably for the next week, we'll have guests that will be um, focus the focus of Artful Living here. And our guest today is Maria DeVito Palmer. Uh, is it the whole name? Do I have that right? It is the whole name. All yes. right. Just want to make sure. <laughs> and uh, Maria is an artist. Um, and I absolutely loved the work that I saw when I came to your booth. And I shoved a card in her at her face while, you know, during this busy time, she must have thought, what the heck is this, right? But she kindly decided that uh, when, when invited, she could come and join us and share her, uh, her art designs and her work and her story with you. So thank you, Maria, for joining us. Thank you very much, Jane. It's wonderful to be here today. Great. All right. So um, first of all, I have to say that I... Um, Love the color palette that you choose for your work. Uh, it was it was the first thing that engaged me when I when I looked into your booth, and um, I'm sure we'll get into that. But first of all, why don't you tell us a little bit about Maria Devito Palmer Designs? Sure. Um, I started this uh, in earnest about two and a half to three years ago. Had a very long career with Whole Foods Market, 27 years. No, really? Yes, I made my way through COVID um, in a really uh, impactful retail environment. And like many people did, I sort of paused after COVID and said... I really need to follow where my heart is going. And my I've been a creative person my entire life. I'm a self-taught artist. I haven't been to art school or anything. Oh, my goodness. Um, but I'm also very entrepreneurial. Uh-huh. And so I felt like this was an opportunity for me to sort of take a step back from corporate life and embrace the passion that is art in my life. Oh, my goodness. So I decided that I would go give, a, give this a go full time. <laughs> um, and I haven't really looked back since then. Um, um, it's been it's been a really fun journey, challenging, sure, um, but also really wonderful. Oh my goodness, what a great story! <laughs> I mean, there's just so many things in there that we could delve into. You're a brave lady. <laughs> you know what? I mean, to take that on, and especially to take it on during the crisis that was happening called COVID. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's a big, big. I don't hear that story much. You know, that's <laughs> usually weathering the storm, and but you know, you decided to make a huge change during that time. That's really something. I did. I did. And I think that the the it, you know, I wear a lot of black. 
So what's really interesting is that all my art is incredibly colorful. <laughs> and I sort of feel like COVID did that to me. It sort of was a something inside of me wanted to bring joy through something that I could do that a lot of people don't do. Uh And I started painting and everything got brighter and brighter and brighter. And, you know, my goal is to share joy in art in everyday ways. So if you come to my booth or you see me at a pop-up or you go to my website, a lot of what I have are interpretations of my art in items that you'd use every day, like Mm -hmm. a calendar or a mug or a bookmark. And I felt like this was my opportunity to sort of make an impact and share just a happy moment with people. And so when people come and see me and they're like, oh, the colors just make me so happy, (laughs) then that makes my day. Well, it did. It exactly worked that way with me. Now, I have to tell you folks, some of you who listen to Art for Living probably know this, but um, I don't go the normal route of, of a host with guests, right? I really do cold call them. What does that mean? That means that... I deliberately do not try to get too informa- too much information at the beginning. I kind of go with the gut. And then when they come in, when we talk, there is a certain rhythm to what we're doing that is legitimate because I am discovering this along with everyone else. You are a personification <laughs> of exactly what Artful Living is all about. I mean, wow. And that your whole goal is to bring joy and, and beauty Right. And some peace, because joy and beauty equal peace, no matter what anyone says, whether it's in nature, whether it's in art, whether it's in music, wherever it might be. Um, And the story is amazing. You know, two and a half years, the artwork that you do is so beautifully put together, no matter, you know, what it is with the the colors and how they go in, you know, bleed into one another and in the sheer you know, pick of the beauty of the colors. I mean, I am shocked that two and a half years is all really that you've been doing this business. It looks finished. Definitely as a business. And, you know, Whole Foods gave me one thing. It was to become a perfectionist and to become incredibly um, attached to attention to detail. And so I've been a creative person all my life. You know, my mom really encouraged uh, pursuing every creative creative pursuit that Yay. you could you could imagine, and so I've I've had the luxury of experiencing so many different creative things, and so I decided, you know, I've done this for family for a really long time. I've created things and given people handcrafted things as part of my heart for for my entire life. My um, and you know, I worked in food for a li- really long time, which I was brought up in the restaurant business, and that was a natural progression into Whole Foods Market, which I adore. Um, but you know eventually there's something bigger inside of you that needs to come out and I needed a little more autonomy to do that so (laughs) I couldn't express that with Whole Foods Market the same way that I could on my own and so the entrepreneurial side of me said I think there's a way to put things out there that people might want to buy that might keep me employed by on self-employed yes um for a change um and provide an income but also be able to do what i wanted to do right. so if you look at my subject matter there's a lot of food in there mm-hmm. um there's a lot of nature there's a lot of animals yes um and i also try to evoke you know the places that are dear to me i grew up in vermont um and i moved uh to new hampshire which i always thought of as vermont's ugly stepsister but i'm changed oh. my mind <laughs> Um, But, you know, I sort of uh, I try to weave that and my sense of humor. Sure. um, And my sarcasm sometimes into all the things that I work with. That's okay. I mean, none of that is a bad thing. That's all 
kind of part and parcel of all of us, right? But I, I do remember seeing um, the thing that, that caught my eye the most, and, and there was a lot. You had an awful lot in your, in your um, you know, booth. But the thing that caught me were the little birds. The birds catch everybody. Isn't that weird? It is. Why? I had no idea how many people were bird people. And I'm not a bird person. I, I wasn't, I should say. I was not a bird person. I'm very much a bird person now. My best friend is absolutely a bird person. Oh my gosh, I would have thought you were because the birds were so beautiful. Well, they happened by accident. <laughs> I was at my daughter's house in upstate New York, and her and her husband were working, and I was just sitting at the kitchen table with her dog, and I started painting the birds on tiny little scraps of paper. And now everyone wants to buy the birds, <laughs> and I'm like, oops, I'm really sorry. You can buy prints of the birds, right? <laughs> but you can't buy the originals. Um, but the birds have taken off, and now the birds are on mugs, and the birds they're are beautiful. on bags. Thank you so much. And bird people come up to me, and they're like, oh, you totally captured they, a sandpiper. Yes. And I was like, I wasn't trying to. No, you did. <laughs> I mean, the little song, the little songbirds that you have, you know, the little bitty birds, there is a an anim, an, an animation, I want to say, to them that draws you in. And of course, the first thing I thought of when I saw that was why she must really love birds because it's real. I mm-hmm. mean, there's like mm-hmm. a tactile almost sense when you look at they're soft. Right. They right. look beautiful and they're, they're adorable. Soft. Yeah, they're right. adorable. Wow. Yes. I mean, Second only to the chickens. The chicken the chicken lobby is huge. Okay, I chicken lobby. I don't recall the chicken. <laughs> there there is a series of chickens that I did around the same time. There's a print available now on my website okay. of the chickens and and you know, there's there's definitely two competing groups of people that vie for my attention and it's the bird people and the chicken people. Oh right my now. goodness. Okay, well they're they're flying feathered friends. It's okay. Right. Um, but you know, anybody that is interested, you can go to Maria's website, which is mariadevitopalmer.com, right? Really easy to find. And on this website, you'll see a ton of, of things that you can look at to get her story, personalized designs, I mean, shop, original art, where to find me, all good stuff. Um, wow. And, and I, there's just so two and a half years. I'm blown <laughs> away by that. There's so much here. Yeah, that's that's the idea. That's, that's the idea. Wow, what a great story. Okay, so uh, just hang tight because we are going to come right back with Maria after the break. And uh, we'll continue our conversation here on WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord and 101.9 FM in Manchester. Welcome back to Art for Living. Your host Jane Cormier today, and we have a wonderful, uh, a wonderful segment for you today because we have Maria Devito Palmer, who is uh, someone that I actually met very, very briefly at Concord Market Days, and uh, Maria has a beautiful um, business of artwork and. Um, she has a site, too, if you'd like to check her out, which is mariadevitopalmer.com. And we were having a chat in the first segment, and she was telling us how she sort of just decided that two and a half or so years ago, she was going to make a change in her life and was going to embrace her artwork, and off she goes here. Um, I'd like to delve a little bit into your history. So you told us you're from Vermont. Yes. And you told us that you have no formal training. Yes. All right, that that I love that story. You know why? Because I think sometimes we become so set 
on that there's really only one way to do something, you know, in our lives. And, you know, I know plenty of people that are good musicians, right? But they didn't go to music school. And that sort of sets them up for this feeling that somehow they're not legitimately, you know, quote, a good musician. And you have to sort of work against that, you know, if you're teaching that student because it's inside. Mm -hmm. Musicianship is inside. Yeah, there's things you have to learn. But who says you have to learn them in, quote, college or school, right? Very true. And you did this in in art. So tell us a little bit how that all happened. Well, you know, I think when I was really young, I had the benefit of having fantastic, incredible art teachers in elementary school and middle school that really sort of inspired that. And I specifically remember in elementary school, um, Frank Geyer was our our art teacher. He's famous in Woodstock where I grew up. Um, He would walk around the room and whoever he felt like had tried the hardest that day, he came around and he picked up your artwork and it got displayed in an empty window downtown, which Woodstock is not a big town, but it was a really big deal to get your artwork (laughs) put in the window. Sure, And he never picked the technically, um, he didn't base it on the criteria of the technically perfect who Mm -hmm. had followed the assignment. He picked on who really had like came out of themselves and stretched themselves. Mm. And so that made a huge impression on me. Um, And And how old are you about here? I was probably fourth or fifth grade. Okay, baby. You're a baby. Yeah, I'm a baby. And, you know, like I said, my parents gave gave me the opportunity of, you know, being able to go to art classes after school, which I really loved and, you know, was really influenced by being able to explore a lot of different mediums. And so I carried that through my life. And, you know, I, I was a cook for a really long time. My parents had restaurants, so I learned how to cook. And I learned how to cook practically. Yeah. Like, I'm not formally trained as a chef either. Yeah. Um, so I think that it was reinforced with me that you didn't necessarily have Good. to go to college to learn something. I was a great student. Um, I went to college, but unfortunately for financial reasons, I didn't finish it. Okay. I went to, it's a pattern in my life, I guess. Um, I went to Whole Foods Market and it was a true meritocracy there. So Mm. you worked really hard and you got promoted and you got more responsibility and you became uh, a leader higher up on the chain. And that really spoke to me. Mm -hmm. And so I apply those tenets across my life. And so I said, well, Maria, why can't you do that with art? And um, not to say there aren't a lot of days when I have imposter syndrome like we all do, and you come, you bump up against an artist that's way, oh. you know, technically better than you yeah. or more successful but or it's, whatever it it's is. It's apples and oranges. Right, right. And that's what's so great about art is it, if someone told me early on, you create what you create and your fans will find you. The people that it speaks to will find you. Yes. And so I try to keep that front of mind. And that's where I really feel like the birds came from because (laughs) no one was telling me to paint birds. Now everyone's telling me to paint everything. They're like, can you do goats? Can you do cows? Holy moly. So so that's a really fun evolution. And there's a lesson there. Yeah. There's definitely a lesson there. Well, you're you're a lesson gal uh, (laughs) because right from when you were fourth or fifth grade, something I quickly want to point out as a teacher myself, uh, you know, we hear almost reflexively sometimes how important good teachers are. And, and it's all true. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not, you know, saying that's not true. But I think that it has been said so much that it doesn't really mean anything anymore, right? That no one, no one can devalue that one student given the hope to fulfill what their desire is by that teacher, there is no way that anyone can really understand 
how important that is. It's one-on-one. And it usually just like you, you know the man's name, you know how old you were, you know the grade, you know what happened. You never forget a great teacher. That's so true. And I think that sometimes, I'm not sure that we're all keyed in, especially today, it's kind of a crazy world out there, but how important that kind of evolution is to be able to meet someone that pushes you to do what you feel the passion inside to do and to do it, to share it. Absolutely. And it's that person that encourages you to share it your way. That's right. And and express your your own individuality um, without worry about oh, yeah. the impression it's going to make on someone else. You know, I'm very I, I my every year I pick a phrase for the year. And so this year um, was um, fearlessly authentic and that I was going to just be myself uh-huh. and be joyful in that and I was going to you know not be as concerned with what the perception was on the outside and just be true to myself right and you know that's a challenging thing to do but I think that teachers that enforce that or subtly find a way to lead a child yes. or an adolescent or a young or an adult, adult in that direction Absolutely. I think those are invaluable lessons yep. and they really do shape people's lives totally true it's 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 the human relationship relationship that we don't give enough credit to um, that really does mold us good or bad, right? So when we have the good ones, we we never forget them and they, they leave us they leave us a gift. And then hopefully we pass it on. And certainly you have done that. Your teacher that put that work in the in the Woodstock window right. Right. was doing that and stuck with you and now here you're painting two and a half years in with a successful wonderful um business that is fulfilling for you and certainly for people looking at your work who are going wow how pretty (laughs) the birds the birds for me (laughs) (laughs) so um what is it that you enjoy the most painting what is your do you have a favorite or um i enjoy i really and right now i'm really enjoying um capturing everyday things in um my own sort of style like i said earlier i have an affinity towards food and good food and so me right too. now right now i'm painting <laughs> a lot of food and vegetables and every year i come out with um Uh, several calendars for that year and so there's always an abstract landscape that sort of embraces Vermont and New Hampshire and a little bit of the Caribbean Mm -hmm. Um, and then a little bit of the Caribbean well (laughs) well, because I my favorite place in the world is St. John so that definitely has an influence Um, but this year um, I am also I well the bird calendar last year was wild so I'll have to do another bird calendar this year (laughs) but I'm also doing going to do a food calendar to sort of pay homage to my food affinity and foodiness Mm -hmm. Um, and it speaks to a lot of people the vegetables that I paint are really fulfilling for me and people really seem to enjoy them and so it's a really great way for me to sort of marry that love of food with love of art and food is art right so yes um I I really am enjoying that right now Uh, that is so cool you know I mean I have never thought of the visual uh you know of art and food in that way I mean I've sort we see still lives you know of of food in, in certainly in the Renaissance period and shortly mm-hmm. af- thereafter. But, I mean, not in the sense that you're talking about it. And you know what? There is a, seems to be a little connection between human communication and getting together, right, and everything that you're doing. Because let's face it, food by itself is food. Food becomes more than food when you share it. Absolutely. And so, again, it's, it's the interaction, 
you know, that it brings people together. Well, I wouldn't be doing service to my Italian heritage if I didn't find a way to work food into it. I actually just painted pasta. So, oh. you know, I'm just, you, you, things come out of you in a way that sometimes is unpredictable mm-hmm. and like you didn't know it was there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that happens to me sometimes when I'm, when I'm at my best, I think I'm shutting off the editor in my brain yeah. and just letting the things come out of me. And so the the um, maybe it's a muse or maybe it's just something that um, has somehow gotten planted there and has grown to the point that it's finally ready to sort of bloom. Sure. Um, and so right now it's food and vegetables. Um, that's where the <laughs> birds came from, clearly. <laughs> that is so cool. So I'm going to actually hit your original art here. Sure. Um, and... Oh my goodness! We see some pretty cool things mm-hmm. in here. So there's is the oysters, mm-hmm. um, really cool, gray and purple, with the white, very nice. And we have flowers, and we have sort of a sea. I think a seascape, an octopus. Yes, <laughs> great colors, mm-hmm. very uh, Floridian colors. Yes, yeah, yes. on that, just beautiful. All right, so. We're going to take another little break here, but stay with us because we're going to come up on the other side and talk some more with Maria here on Art for Living. I'm your host, Jane Cormier, WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord and 101.9 FM in Manchester. And don't forget, if you've missed one of our programs, you can catch every program that we offer at NewHampshireTalkRadio.com. So hang tight. We'll be right back. Cormier, your, your host here in Art for Living, WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester, and that's NewHampshireTalkRadio.com. If you're just joining us, we have Maria DeVito Palmer Designs here as a guest today, and we've had two great segments talking about her and her history and how her business, her beautiful art business, um, actually manifest. And um, this this segment, I wanted to talk a little bit about the timing. Uh, you had said earlier in a segment that it was during COVID that you actually discovered the colorful, you know, side of what your business would then become. So, so tell us a little bit about that because I find that really interesting. I find, um, I think that's a story that everyone could find something really cool about. So, tell us how that again more about that. Absolutely. I mean, at the time, at the beginning of COVID, I was still working for Whole Foods Market. And, you know, to say that it was a stressful environment mm-hmm. was would be an understatement. I mean, retail stressful anyway. Yes. Um, you know, the supermarket business is a little bit more so. But I think that the amazing toll that it put that COVID put on frontline workers. Mm -hmm. And I think that people that worked in supermarkets definitely fall into that category for me. They were they were out there making sure we were all fed when it was scary to be fed. I get a little choked up about it. No, no, absolutely. Um, And I felt like it was such a dark period. Like we were all just, you know, I was on conference calls all day from morning until night. What was it that you did? Um, So I worked in the store support department, which was 
which overseed for the entire North Atlantic region of Whole Foods Market, um, all the cashiers and front of the house people. Wow. Um, So we were really dealing on a daily basis with how to keep them safe, how to make sure customers were getting what they needed. And at the same time, doing what Whole Foods does, which is provide, you know, the healthiest food to people. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm still a huge fan of Whole Foods Market. Um, My brother still works for the company. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a rich history there and it's very close to my heart. Mm -hmm. But that being said, it was really challenging. It was really hard to manage your own personal things and then try to manage, you know, thousands of people who are trying, who are counting on you to make the right decisions to keep them safe. You know, that's a lot. And so I noticed that as time wore on, the harder it got, the more I started painting joyful things. And so I feel like it was sort of this almost renaissance in my own body, which sounds a little self-serving to say, but also I just felt like, wow, all of a sudden, I'm a very neutral person in terms of the decor in my home and the clothes that I wear. And all of a sudden it was sort of like rainbows and really bright fish. And, you know, the birds came out of that. And all of those things sort of made me reflect on that. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, even though this is a really dark time and we all feel really horrible, we need to remember that there's still joy and there's still things to celebrate. And that's where my tagline celebrate every day came from. Oh my goodness. I felt like it's important for us to still have birthdays and anniversaries and celebrations. I'm I'm tearing up. It's okay. Um, But you know, it's a, um, it, it really made an impression on me. Yeah. And so I really leaned hard into that. And so I felt like, you know, Maria, there's something here to sort of embrace yeah. and to move forward. And I've been reinforced in that because, you know, I don't have a brick and mortar store. I have a studio in my home. Okay. Uh, hopefully someday I'll have a in-person shop. But yeah. I do a lot of pop-ups. And it's exhausting. Yeah, I bet. But... The connection with people is so wonderful and their reaction to what I created during that really, a lot of it during that really dark time has been so rewarding and so reinforcing Mm -hmm. of that sentiment. Yeah. You know, like out of the darkest things can come the brightest days and that's absolutely what happened. Can I just ask you, do you have a faith? Are you... uh Yes. What is your... I'm a devout Catholic. Okay. So, you know, it would really... You were doing um, really profound work. You were because, and when you said, "Oh, you know," you you mentioned some, a comment about, you know, I think you know, I'm talking, you know, too much about myself, or something. You made a comment like like that. Absolutely not, because that that grace that you had during that dark time served other people. There's Absolutely. nothing selfish about that at all. You realize that, right? I do. I do. In 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 my moments of intellect, think do know that in your heart. Sometimes it's hard to for me to think of myself that way. Oh my. But I do have to say, in person, the the best part of this is people who are so excited about what they see. Yeah. And they're like, I just love it all. That's I right. love it all. It makes me so happy. Okay. And sometimes they buy something. Sometimes they don't buy something. Right. But it that part of it is so rewarding. Like I couldn't, like sometimes I feel like it's not even right that it should be a business. I know. Because you, know? you like it too much, right? <laughs> because it, it's giving me so much. That's right. I, I have to say, I've always felt that way as a singer, as a teacher. Um, you know, people would always give you you know, acclamation about how great it was that you were doing. But to you, 
you enjoy it so much and it's it's not that it's easy but it's so free flowing mm-hmm. right that you almost think you don't want to take right you know take right. it because it's like well it's just too easy right 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 <laughs> but you know what that is how you know oh absolutely that it's all right that it's all correct absolutely and i think that's what makes it a gift to another person. Yes. Like if I were doing it, like, you know, working for Whole Foods was great, but yeah, sure. it was a transactional experience. Mm-hmm. You know, they were paying me to do what I did. Right. Um, and as rewarding as it is to mentor people and do all the things I did in my professional retail career. Sure. Um, this career is very different, but I'm. I also feel like it gives so much back oh. that that is the greatest reward for yes. me. Is you being so excited because you got something that no one had before, mm-hmm. or I created something specifically for you, or helped you celebrate something. Yes, um, that part of it is just I, I couldn't put a price on that. Well, it's visceral. Like I said, I said that before in another segment. Going into your booth. Um, you know, the timing of how you put it together was surprising, but nothing else that you have said is surprising. There was such a, a, a it grabbed you. You knew when you were looking that this was special stuff. Right. And uh, it's beautiful. I mean, I just can't say enough about how great it is that, Thank you uh, so much. that you followed your heart mm-hmm. with that because it's it's a great thing. It is. It is a good thing to follow your heart. Always. Yeah. If you can. Right. Right. Um, right. So Maria DeVito Palmer designs here and uh, her site is just just dot com. And I noticed that there was something on there that said curated essentials for events. Yes. And you know what? I did not know what that was. So I hit on it. And um, again, if you have the time to go to her site Wow. I'm, I'm like, holy moly, you do all of this as well. Beautiful invitations. Um, there are illustrations. I mean, graphically, uh, are you, you must have a lot of background in graphics. I don't. I don't. It's all self-taught. And oh my I'm sure I break all kinds of rules. Um, <laughs> but um, you, have a, you have a wedding invitation on here that is, like, beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you. It's, it's just a... Wedding invitation of the names of the people. Yes. And behind it is a beautiful, very light pastel mm-hmm. flower, you know, yeah. photo or illustration. Yes. And, you know, the the wedding invitations and the things that I do for people's events is probably where the inception of a lot of this came from because I did that for my family and personally for a really long time. And um, then finally, as I really delved into watercolor as a medium specifically, I do dabble in a lot of different things, but watercolor is probably Beautiful. my most um, my most go-to of my <laughs> mediums. I don't know. That's pr- terrible English. No. Um, um, but um, creating things for events is really close to my heart because I have a skill um, and a lot of people would like something for their event that is 100% them yes. and speaks to their personality. And I'm just a conduit for that. Yes. So, Beautiful. Um, you know, I work with a lot of brides and moms of brides and dads of brides um, to, you know, portray their personality or or their special places um, represented through the through their invitations and, you know, place cards, escort cards, of all course. that wedding sort of thing. And I was lucky enough to be able to do a lot of it for my own daughter's wedding, which some of it's on the website there. And um I thought about how much it meant to me to be able to give that as a gift. Just beautiful. Yeah, it's a, it's really a wonderful way to be able to use your skill. Yeah, you have you have a gift. Thank you. Um, I, you know the the things that are on this um, page. Anybody that has a, an event coming up, they should look. 
Do you know what I? You must take the ribbon and dye the ribbon. Is that what you do? No, I just know people where I can get incredibly. Oh, I the, know what you're looking at. Yes, those ribbons. are watercolored. And I, I do thought, those myself. Oh my gosh, they're beautiful. <laughs> I mean, so she has some some uh, photos on this page that have, um, you know, presents or gifts, and then tied with the most beautiful colored ribbons. It's so fun to do those, and you know that sort of happened by accident again. I was just sort of messing around because <laughs> I couldn't find watercolor ribbon that I really liked, and so I said, "Well, it can't be that hard to make it," which is my downfall. Because whenever I see, I think of something, I'm like, that can't be really hard to make. And so and then, then I'll find a way to do it. My <laughs> husband's like, I can't believe you're sitting here painting ribbon. And I'm like, well, that was the only way to get it to look the way I well, wanted it to. It <laughs> is absolutely beautiful. And I, I imagine that with colors of a wedding. Yeah, absolutely. be part of that. I mean, or, or the seating, you know, the table yeah. seating. Beautiful stuff. All right, we're going to take a little break here on Art for Living, WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. Hang on, because we'll come right back with Maria DeVito Palmer Designs. Welcome back to Art for Living. Jane Cormier, your host on WKXL. New Hampshire Talk Radio.com, WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. Uh, our guest today is Maria DeVito Palmer, and she is an artist. She is someone that I happened to meet at Concord Mar- Arts Market, or Concord Market Days, I should say. And uh, I'm so thrilled that I that she came to be on today's show because it's been a great show, really uplifting story, and her artwork is amazing. If you are looking for anyone that is trying to put together themed events, um, original artwork, uh, her her pastels, I love. I think that they are so stunning. Her little birds we <laughs> laughed about in the last segments, gorgeous. Um, now, if you go to mariadevitopalmer.com, you could pull up her site, tons of information on there, but also two, 2023 events coming up. So um, you have a, a, a booth at Concord Arts Market. Yes. And so July 15th is the next one? That's the next time I'll be at the Concord Arts Market in Rollins Park. Rollins Park. Okay, July 15th. So I'm going to put that date down for me. <laughs> All right? All right. I'm writing it down now because I'll forget. Um, and if you would like to visit and, and speak with Maria, I suggest that you get to Concord Arts Market. Market um, and July 15th would be the date to do that. What are the hours for that? Um, it starts, oh, goodness me, I think it starts at 10 and goes until 3. 10 to 3. Yes. All right. Well, I'm sure if they come at 10, they're not going to miss you. No, if they're not. I'll early. open up early just for you if you ah. show up at 10. <laughs> awesome. 10 to 3. And um, I see that you're also in Salem at I am. the Tuscan Market Shops. Now, I yes. haven't been there. So tell us a little bit about those. So Tuscan Market, um, as an entity, has done a fantastic job of supporting local um, artists and businesses and a couple years ago they started having pop-up markets out on their little piazza out behind um, the actual Tuscan market 
place. And um, it's a it's a beautiful retail development that's still evolving. And I started there. And over the holidays, I had the honor of having one of um, their semi-permanent shops for six weeks. We were open every Thursday through Sunday. Oh, um, so that was a huge commitment, but it was really incredible. I, I froze, but it was wonderful because <laughs> it's a booth with three oh, solid sides. Okay. And I, my husband tricked me out with a heater and all kinds of things to try to keep me warm, but it was an incredible experience. Mm -hmm. And then through the spring and summer, once a month, usually the third or fourth Sunday, um, they have a pop-up for the afternoon. And I am always there because it's my market family down there. You know, you you develop such a close relationship with the other people that kind of do this crazy thing that we do with (laughs) popping up all over the place. Um, And so I've met some of my best friends and people that are like family to me now. So um, we're down at Tuscan, like I said, once a month. And then at the holidays, they're going to do the pop-ups again, and I'll be there again, freezing. Wow. Well, it's okay. <laughs> That's great. I mean, you must. it must be a great way to give holiday gifts to get stuff from Absolutely. you. Absolutely. You know, personalized gifts. That's beautiful. So that's really great. So Tuscan Market, I haven't been there in a while. I, I, I have, of course, been there, but it's been months yeah so i'm sure it's been growing since yeah it absolutely is and it's just an incredible place awesome so uh next next event will be july 30th and hours what are the hours um the hours for that are 11 to 3 okay so we have concord arts market july 15th and that's going to be about 10 to 3 and then we have july 30th tuscan market in salem 11 to 3 yes awesome so I see you also have a space. Um, I, you're in Laconia sometimes. You're yep. in Boston sometimes. You, you have uh, dates in September coming in Lancaster, Mass. Yes. So what's the connection in Lancaster, Mass? So the connection in Lancaster, Mass is the Profound Market, which is an incredible market of vintage and handmade goods. Um, it's it, it was sort of my dream to get into Profound Market when I first started this because you have to apply for all these shows. And so yeah. I applied to that. I love the energy there. It's just an incredible cool. it's it's an incredible place to be. And I actually met someone there that I did a candle ca- collaboration with. And I had been looking for someone who made beautiful candles because I wanted to put my art on the outside of a candle. And so <laughs> we did a little collab together. Um, her name is Danny and her company's Love the Roots. Uh-huh. And so we have three candles um that are uh that have my art on the outside and her beautiful scentology on the inside so that's a really wonderful connection for me um and the profound market for anyone who loves vintage or handmade that's definitely a place to go okay profound market so that's that's uh september 24th and 25th uh 23rd 24th it says yeah yeah. so but people can check out all these dates if they go to your site mariadevitopalmer.com guaranteed if you go to there you're going to find (laughs) something that you like there's no doubt in my mind so i also see that you do a blog I do. It is it is very sparsely populated because um, the birds had taken off when I started the blog. (laughs) And that was it. (laughs) I spend a lot of time. I spend a lot of time painting now, which is not a bad thing and not as much writing. So the blog is a a future, hopefully bigger iteration of what behind the scenes looks like for me. You have plenty of time. You're still a baby here. (laughs) Two and a half years in, right? Yeah. 53 and a baby. If you say so. (laughs) I say so. So absolutely. You know, the uh, interesting thing is if you go on to the um, blog out of world site, which mm-hmm. has her blogs listed and keep going, they have some some beautiful uh, artwork there. And I see your chickens. <laughs> <laughs> they are so cute. Thank and you. right next to the songbirds, which yes. are, are in a frame. I mean, yes. 
Uh, you know, there's an old, at least my sister told me this, and I'm the last of eight kids. So, um, you know, there's quite an age difference between me and the, the eldest, right? And my eldest sister told me, she came into my apartment, um, and she said to me, you know, mom used to consider having birds in the house. Because I have, I don't just love birds. I have little porcelain birds that I, mm-hmm. I collect. And I have them in my house because oh. I just love songbirds, you know. And she said, that was very unlucky, you know. Yes. And I said, really? How come? She said, no. My m- mom used to say, don't have birds in your house because it's unlucky. Where the heck did that come from? Do you know? I Well, I had someone come up to me at Tuscan over the holidays <laughs> and say, oh, no birds, no birds. Birds oh, are unlucky in the goodness. house. I do remember um, my grandmother, I want to say, an Italian proverb or superstition yeah um is a live bird flying in the house is bad luck okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna stop there okay because if people start thinking that birds are bad to have oh, in your house can't be that's just not gonna work for and me. it's not true <laughs> oh my goodness if it makes you smile how could it be right right there's too beautiful absolutely you know? so i'm a very superstitious person but not about birds yeah no i wouldn't be either and i mean i have them all over my house i have uh i even have European birds, because I used to live in, in Vienna as an opera singer. Mm-hmm. And they, if you ever get a chance to go to Vienna um, in the in the Christmas time, they have outdoor um, kind of like booths like you mm-hmm. were talking about. And you can buy very different kind of individual uh, decorations and gifts, all kinds of stuff. You know, not the stuff you would find in a store. And there was a booth that I stopped at that had... Uh, I've never seen anything like them since either. Little glass ornaments for trees, oh. right, for Christmas that I bought for friends when I left the the company, mm-hmm. when my gig was done, and I bought them for Christmas gifts for them. Um, and I have I have one at home and the most glorious little glass um, birds. And I even have those hanging in my house. Oh. So, I mean, uh, and let me tell you, I'm the opposite of an unlucky person. So I can, I can tell you, right <laughs> <from that. laughs> not true, but this, this little, uh, you know, print that you have of the songbirds is just, yeah, just beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. It's funny that you mentioned Austria because, um, out of world is the name of my blog. And that's because um, my favorite movie in the world is The Sound of Music. Oh, my. And my, you know, my husband on his Maria mix has How Do You Solve a Problem Like Maria. So Out of World just seemed like the the right name for my ever-evolving blog. There you go. There you go. All right, Austria. And we have another hit because, you know, the general manager here, Catherine Martinez, is also a performer. And uh, she's currently the um, mother abbess for The Sound of Music at the Colonial Theater. In, in uh, Laconia, right? Oh. And that, that production's coming up in August. Oh, I'll have to go. It's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, it's a great little production. And if, if you've never been to the Colonial Theater, it's the rehabbed sister of the theater in Boston. Oh. And they have recently put it, you know, rehabbed that back to its original, um, you know, theater form. Because I think it was a movie house mm-hmm. for a while. And right. then it just sat Right. Empty for so many years. And it's just a gloriously beautiful place. Oh, and that's so, wonderful. Yeah. Good to know. So there it is. That was a God. God wanted that to be said because we're talking about Austria, right? Absolutely. So um, 
Again, let's just quickly say mariadevitopalmer.com, and you can catch her locally July 15th at the Concord Arts Market, 10 to 2. You can catch her at the Tuscan Market in Salem, New Hampshire, July 30th, 11 to 3. And um, I really am putting a hard push, and I will continue to do that because uh, not only is your story worthwhile, just the story itself is full of everything good. Uh, The work demonstrates that. And that's, I find, fairly rare. You know, it's, it's part and parcel of your story and uh, shines all on its own. So definitely worthy. And gifts, yes. <laughs> Events, yes. You know, personalized designs. Come on, this is great stuff. What is your favorite of all of these things here? Um, what is your favorite, you know, job that you do? Is it working with weddings? Is it just the artwork? Is it the personalized stuff? I I think it's the artwork. I think it's just sharing something of myself to other people and whatever way they choose to use it, um, creating it and then sort of transferring that to them. That's the part that makes it wonderful for me. Well, we're very glad that you came on today. Thank you so much for having me. It was just a pleasure to meet you and to talk with you. Jane Cormier here at Artful Living on WKXL, New Hampshire, talkradio.com, WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll catch you next time.